Hey, hello, hi. Yes, let's do it. Let's just fucking do it. This is Aiden Jones, and you are listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 20th of October, 2020. And I feel very stressed um, because uh, I'm going to have a sip of my tea, and then I'm going to try and talk about some stuff. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you're having a good week. Um, I am having a, like... I've had a good week and I'm having a weird day. Yesterday was a great day. And look, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Fuck, that's good. I should write that down. (sighs) So what I'm stressed about right now in this moment is just like half an hour ago, my housemate um, told me that she's moving out. She's giving a month's notice, which is fine. I've known for like a week or two that she was looking for places because she wants to get a dog. And I'm like, I don't want to get a dog in this house. I just feel like a dog. I don't know. Yeah, I just, there have been like discussions because she wants to stay because we do get along actually really well. And I feel like we have a good little like, house dynamic here, but she wants to get a dog and she's immovable on that point. And I am like, I just, I'm not getting a dog, man. So she's found a new place and that's great for her and it looks cool and um, she's given a month's notice, which we agreed on, which is also very nice that she's like agreed to do that. So it's all good, but I just am now like, okay, I am again in this position where I have to find a new housemate and it's just stressful. It just is a, I think I went over this the last time when I was looking for a new housemate in this two bedroom, you know, house, it's like... I just it feels like a a very steep proposition to be like to a stranger, hey, do you want to come and live with me? Just, you know, me. Just me. <laughs> it's just a lot and that stresses me out that the thought that I, you know, won't find a cool person who would just want to live with me. I mean, I might, but I feel like if I was a reasonable like person I would hedge my bets if I was moving into a place where I didn't know anyone I'd hedge my bets and move into like a two uh, sorry a three or a four you know rather than just go it really is like going all in on a big fucking blind bet of like let's see if this one person that I'm going to move in with is great so um yeah, I just messaged a friend and they were like, hey, maybe take it as an opportunity to look on like uh, as an opportunity to, I was about to say, look on the bright side. They didn't say that. Thank fuck. Imagine if I was stressed about something <laughs> and my friend's advice is like, hey, maybe take this as an opportunity to look on the bright side. <laughs> Fucking I would be furious. Maybe take this as an opportunity to practice gratitude. (laughs) Maybe you should take this as an opportunity to fucking die. (laughs) To get fucking polio, you positive thinking, hippie minded fuck. Um. Yeah, no, my, my friend said maybe take this as an opportunity to... To kind of um, go for the vibe that you want in the house, which I think is, you know, for sure. Like it's a reset. 
the reset is stressful and my anxiety is that it's no one's going to want to move in and I'm going to lose my house and then I'm going to be homeless and sad and die and, you know, there'll be a war and, and I'll get polio. Maybe I'll be the one who ends up with polio. Like, whatever happens in this situation, I feel like someone's ending up with polio, you know? And that is really what I'm afraid of at any moment with change. You never know when polio's lurking around the corner. Do I know what polio is? No, not particularly. They cured it 100 years ago. And that's, that is what makes me think that it is coming back. We are overdue for a resurgence of polio. <laughs> polio is just um, its too many poles. <laughs> and when I say poles, I do, of course, mean the po- the people, Polish people um, running around, Polish people running around carrying poles and attacking gangs of poles with poles attacking unsuspecting shoppers. Fucking, what am I talking about? All right, all right, all right. We'll try again. Oh, this is going to be a stressful, yeah, this is this is me half an hour into like a bit of a freak out. Um, so, yeah, my friend said, why don't you go for the the kind of dynamic that you want in the house, which is cool and like... I mean, that is what I'm going to try and do, I guess. Just try and be honest about who I am in the post. I'll post a fairy floss. I don't think I'm going to do those real estate sites. They never really got me anywhere before. And I feel like Facebook is a better platform because they can really see exactly who I am. Um, and, uh, you know, they can go through my pictures, fucking whatever. I'll try and put a bit, but not too much about myself. My stress and not like something that I'm kind of scared of is I got the I got a piano this week. I bought a piano. I've been looking for pianos now for just a couple of weeks. It was so quick. How is it that I'm more stressed about finding a housemate than I was about finding a piano? Well, because I was in control in that situation. In this situation, I'm not. That's it. That was easy. Um, yeah, I went and saw a few more pianos at the weekend and. Uh, Found one that was really nice, man. It's a Yang Chang, which is a Chinese brand. Uh, and I've just, in my minimal research, like evidently, well, people were saying good things about Yang Chang as a brand. And um, I went to this guy's house. Uh, my friend was kind enough to let me drive her car around for the day because I was going, planning on going to a bunch of places. But in the end, I only went to two. Um, the first one, oh, I mean, the first one was a... Uh, a like a storage facility in Brunswick that this couple, a middle-aged couple evidently have a bunch of shit that they just, you know, have in there and every weekend. I don't know what the, she was like. Oh, we love to, <laughs> it's actually absurd. She was like, we, the, every Saturday we come to the storage facility and like, we just look at your stuff. <laughs> um, they, I, she was saying they'd like, she's Portuguese and uh, she's saying they like all these kind of, you know, vintage-looking furniture pieces and decorative pieces and... Um, they have all these decorative furniture pieces that they like to collect and the piano was one of those. It was an old French piano. It had two... Uh, it was an upright piano and then it had, um, you know, there's the bit that you play and then there's the bit that kind of 
it goes up in front of you. you. You know what a piano looks like? Do you guys know what a fucking piano looks like? Because, like, I play piano, so obviously I know, but, like, I know you guys don't really play piano, so, like, maybe you don't know. <laughs> maybe you don't know what a fucking piano looks like, but, like, I know. So, like, I'm just going to describe it to you really quickly so that you can understand and get on my level so that I can describe this to you. Um <laughs> It had uh, the bit sticky uppy outy bit up, you know, that comes up from the keys. It had two. Fuck, do I know what a piano looks like? The sticky uppy outy bit. <laughs> God damn. Mm. Um, it had two like candlestick, you know, like triple holder candle. Is, is that a candelabra? What is a candelabra? Okay, Google. What is a candelabra? This is the definition of candelabra. A large branched candlestick or holder for several candles or lamps. Oh, that's it. A large branched candlestick or holder for several candles or lamps. That's exactly what I'm... Can't... Oh, almost dropped my phone. Candelabrum. Fucking that would have been... That would have just topped off my anxiety. Candelabrum is one. Candelabra is two. Do you know that? I didn't know that. So there were two candelabra, um, one on each side of the, like, you know, facing the front, like kind of equidistant. Whatever. I don't know why I'm trying to describe this. I think you can picture what I'm talking about. So it was like a candle holder, which immediately is actually bad for, I guess it would have caught the wax, but you can absolutely see wax just getting on the fucking top of that piano in, in bloody two seconds flat, especially if the, especially if the things are on, like the, candles are burning and you're playing piano and it's like moving and they're candlesticks they're gonna wobble wax is going there is no way that you're not ending up with a face full of wax playing piano with the candles lit on that fucking old you know and anyway the um it's it's pretty brutal i talked about it last week i think but going in and seeing a piano that way immediately as soon as i fucking touched one note on it i was like yeah this is a very bad instrument this is a nice piece of furniture but i went I like played a note and it just went wow. <laughs> Some of them didn't even work. Like you couldn't press the keys down. And I was just like, nah, nope. Sorry, lady. Um, enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy- what a weird way to spend a Saturday morning. I guess if you've got a bunch of furniture and you like to, I don't know what they were doing with it. Move it. They moved a bunch of stuff around to get to their, you know piano there i guess they just like to go and visit all the nice furniture that they have that they can't fit in their house (laughs) every saturday (laughs) let's just go and visit our old furniture (laughs) maybe play like this is our second house um so yeah that was kind of weird and then i went to this this second place and um the guy said his son was, you know, he was wanting his son to learn piano, but it kind of didn't really take. But they had the piano teacher look at this piano and it was very nice. And it is, man, at 800, it was a fucking steal. All of the keys, like it's all nice and the action, it sounds good. It's a little bit out of tune, I think. I don't exactly know. I've been thinking actually, after looking at these pianos for the last couple of weeks, I'm like, fuck, do I want to try and learn how to... Um, restore a piano that'd be fucking cool right because I was um, 
I noticed on this one that I've bought, so I've got uh, one of the la- the lady from last week who had the good piano that I didn't take because it was too grand and it was a little bit, it seemed a bit loud and whatever. Um, she was a piano tuner and so I messaged her and I was like, hey, can you come around and tune my piano one time and I'll pay you, obviously. I imagine if I was like, hey, remember when I met you that one time? Can I call in a favour? <laughs> remember how I like adequately played piano in your house and then didn't buy the thing that I came around to to look at. Well, I feel like we know each other pretty well now. You know, I mean, I've been in your house. I've looked at your car. I've awkwardly not shook your hand, but kind of said goodbye to you in your lounge room. How about you come and tune my piano for free? <laughs> um, so she's going to come around in a couple of weeks. I think I'm like price matching, but... I think, uh, yeah, she's going to be, I don't know. I just got a good vibe off her. I'm going by that. I don't care. <laughs> it's just I got a good vibe off her. I feel like she knows what she's doing. And she said it's like two weeks the piano needs to settle in. But I was wondering if you can change this, right? So I noticed, uh, I don't know if you guys know this about pianos, but um, I'm an expert now, by the way. Now that I've, I've seen five pianos, <laughs> I'm just like, feel like I know everything about pianos now. Um, so the higher, the higher notes, the lower notes are two strings that the hammer hits, I think, or maybe some of them are one, but anyway, the mid range and higher notes, they're three strings and the hammer hits all the three strings ideally at the same time. And that's, I don't know what that does, but it does something that makes the notes sound the way they sound. And, um, I noticed in the notes in the middle of the keyboard, which are the ones that get played the most often, um, the sound, it sounds like kind of twangy, like maybe it's not striking the strings at the same time, but the ones higher, it's it, the tone sounds a lot nicer and kind of rounder, maybe because they haven't been played so much. So maybe the hammers are more worn out in the ones in the middle, the little felt hammers, or maybe the strings are a bit looser and that's why it sounds kind of twangy and like, wow, not heaps, but just a little bit. I just, I'm like, I was looking inside it and I was like, I want to, I wouldn't mind like learning how this works. It'd be fucking cool. And I feel like now having looked around, I could absolutely like get my hands on a shit piano for free and I wouldn't be able to work on it in the house because it would just take up too much room. But maybe I could get like that couple, right? Like the Portuguese lady, I could get a storage facility, you know, however much it would cost. I could get it for like, I don't know, two weeks, three weeks or something. And um, do up a piano in there. Do a bit of fucking work on it. In that, you know, just leave it in there and then go in there every weekend and like that, like that middle-aged couple, spend my Saturday mornings in a room with no, in a room with no fucking windows. <laughs> just fixing a piano. I wonder if you're allowed to do that in those places. I wonder how intensive. I know nothing about what it would take to fix a piano, but I wonder if you're like allowed to... You know, go in there and work on some shit. Like, is it a, can you use it as like a little bit of a workshop? That'd be fucking cool, right? I think, anyway, so I was thinking about that, but I definitely don't have enough time to be doing that right now because this is, let me get back to me being stressed. This week, I feel like I've just taken on way too many projects. So, um, Melbourne's restrictions as of yesterday, yesterday was a great day. Hold up. Sorry. My, this is weird. The back of my wrist is itchy. And so I'm going to scratch it by rubbing it on my chin. Cause my stubble is like 
Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that was good. Uh, <laughs> so Melbourne's restrictions have been uh, eased slightly, but in another two weeks, they're going to be eased to the point where we can have 20 people in hospitality venues and 50 in outdoor venues. And um, it's very exciting, not least of all because it means that in theory we might be able to have stand-up comedy gigs back in fucking two weeks. So today I sent out a few messages to venues um, just going, hey, I'd like to run a show. Three, three places I hit up just going, hey, I'd like to run a show. Let me know if you're keen with restrictions easing. I'd love to at least talk about it and fucking just get a dialogue going. Just get, just throw some ideas out there and let's just see what happens, see how it feels. I did that. Um, I've also been, uh, I can't remember whether I said this last week, but I've been writing and like in the cast for this community TV show called The Leak which is a sketch news show. Um, and in episode two last week, I acted in a couple sketches, which I've never done before. Did a horrific job of it. It's all on Zoom. Um, I don't think I was very good, but like I did it. That was kind of something that I, at the start of this year when I filmed, um, I tried to write and film a couple sketches to promote my my show about meeting my biological dad. And then wrote the sketches and they were bad and then once I kind of um uh like tried to film them I spoke about it on the podcast when it happened in like January or whatever it just was so hard and I was really bad at it felt so uncomfortable and bailed immediately bailed on the idea of filming those sketches but that made me go you know what fuck that's something that I've never done before I'm not good at it and I would like to put myself in that sort of situation so um I've been doing that and big shout outs to uh, Andrew Portelli who is just such a funny fucking comic and uh, is someone who I've noticed recently really like will go out there and just put – I always thought – maybe I did talk about this last week. I thought that something like the leak because it's like community TV, it's kind of a student – it's like a people's first stepping stone into the world of, you know – collaborative writing of sketches and production and it's a very quick turnaround and um I I guess because of that and because I've got eight years in comedy I always thought of those kinds of things as being beneath me which like incorrectly so because I don't have any experience in sketches and obviously like acting any of the other stuff but I was like I'm a stand-up comedian so I'm I don't do that and uh Portelli is someone who in the last couple of years has really just started taking every opportunity that he can and, you know, grabbing hold of it and, and fucking going for it. And I saw that he had signed up to be a writer on the leak. And I thought, you know what, if Portelli's doing it, then if it's good enough for him, then it's good enough for me, you know, cause that dude's fucking funny as hell. So, uh, I've signed up and I'm really enjoying it actually. Um, I've written a sketch this week, which I was I'm happy with the way that it came out, but I'm kind of learning about the process of, okay, I've written it, I've had an idea and written it in a way that I think is good, but then trying to get other people to understand that, to see what I can see in the writing and then like find other people to act in it with me is um, just as hard a process as like, 
you know, when I write something for stand up, it's just for me. And then I have to kind of realize it on stage myself and explain it to other people with my words. But this is it's a completely different thing. So I'm enjoying that uh, process and negotiating with other people around my vision. <laughs> around um yeah the idea that i had and and like kind of having other people's input and trying to listen to that and take that on board um has been very challenging for me and i really appreciate everyone who's working on the project so yeah i'm doing that and i just came out of the um weekly writers room for that where we read all the pictures that have been written out of scripts everyone's sketches and then we go through them give notes and then tomorrow is filming so timeline of today has been oh, oh and also because of the easing of restrictions i go back to work as a gardener tomorrow finally so i can garden again and this week i'm working tuesday wednesday thursday friday gardening um which is great again like it's all good news but i just feel like everything has fucking come all at once and I've got these other little things like the t-shirts I've still got a quote but I'm trying to do like get another quote but some f the fucking other I've only got one quote so far because two other people that I've emailed just haven't hit me back and I'm like do you want my business am I too good for you do you not like my Jamie Jury backyard bitch designs <laughs> um yeah, I don't know why they haven't messaged me back, but I'm like, the other one seems quite expensive. Do I just take it or whatever? All of these fucking things. Let me, all right, I'll try and list them. I need to. Uh, I need to record this podcast, act in the sketch that I wrote tomorrow, record the podcast today. I need to go to work tomorrow, which will be like all day. I need to... Find a new housemate. I've got a month to do it, but I'd like to crack on with that ASAP. And uh, there was another thing that I've just said about that I forgot. I just feel like i got to – oh, yeah, in the comedy rooms, find a room to run comedy. And I really feel like for that as well, I'm putting a lot of pressure on myself because I just don't want comedy to start again and me to not be on a lineup, you know? And I can't do shows in the shed right now, so I want to do a fucking show at some bar. Restrictions won't allow me to do it in the shed because you can't have more than two people over to your house. So I got to do it at a bar, which means I got to fucking more talking to other people. I just, ah, yeah. And I'm fucking, I just feel really under the fucking pump right now. And I think I am putting this pressure on myself and what I'm trying to do in contrast to last time when I was looking for a new housemate, I'm trying to not, I'm, I'm going to try and not tell myself that I have to do this and I have to do that and just give myself a little bit of time. I'm not actually going to put the ad up even until probably Wednesday because tomorrow I just, I, I want to film this thing for the leak and um, I just, I'm going to take it one day at a time. I'm taking it one day at a time. All right, you guys. <sighs> I'm worried about the piano. I'm worried about that the, the piano is like, I just am self-conscious about, you know, I play piano. Is that like an abrasive thing in a house, mate? I play piano. All right. <laughs> That's just me. 
And if you don't like it, well, I am willing to negotiate around that. <laughs> That's the theme of this week's podcast, isn't it? Negotiation, compromise, finding ways to live with the other people in our lives. Oh, great. The fucking video for this week has frozen again. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I fucking, I want uh, you guys to know that I really love everyone who tunes in every week um, and listens to me talk shit and like messages me about the stuff that I say on the podcast, man. I really appreciate it. It is, I've, I feel, I've been feeling recently more and more that there is like a genuine dialogue between me and you guys listening to this Um and uh, I still at times I'm confused and like bemused at the fact that you do listen in every week, but I really appreciate that you do and that there's a steady stream of it still is at 54, man, like the inescapable number, 54. It goes up sometimes. There are a few that sit on 70, 80. Um, every week it gets to at least in the first week like 45. And then normally in the week after that, it will go, if it's not at 54 already, it will fucking hit that. And then after like a month, they kind of hover around 60, 70. But there's there's 54 of you listening to this and it fucking really helps me, you know, (laughs) which is the most important thing. (sighs) Yeah. And like knowing that as much as I'm freaking out right now and it is always kind of an an effort to start doing the podcast, knowing that I, um, I have this avenue to kind of vent on and talk and try and make myself laugh and know that like you guys are laughing hopefully with me as well. It's really fucking nice. I feel very lucky to have this. So thank you everyone for listening. Anyway. Um, also fuck you. You're a loser. Shut up. No one cares. I hate you. (laughs) Um, what's the picture for this week? Am, 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 am. The picture for this week, what am I going to do? Oh, I know. That's a nice picture. Um, the picture for this week is I'm going to do a picture that I took of me with blue skies, baby, of me, um, standing next to my broad bean plant that I sent my mate over Instagram and it's me just like kissing my little broadbean plant. That's a good picture. Um, that plant, a little bit of a garden update, is taller than me now. My tallest broadbean plant's taller than me. Also this week, oh, I can talk about this and then I reckon I'll be done. Mm, yum. <laughs> um, this week I uh, cooked for, I want to say my friend, but I don't want to... I haven't been, I've been breaking the rules, but I also want to be clear on when I haven't been breaking the rules because I don't want you to think that I'm breaking the rules all the time when sometimes I'm not. But I also feel weird about talking about the fact, like if I'm seeing someone on the podcast because I'm trying to keep my private life a bit more private. But anyway, all of that information, fucking vomit notwithstanding, um, an intimate partner (laughs) was around the house on. Oh, last week on fucking Thursday or whatever. And uh, I cooked some... I've cooked two nice meals this week. I cooked my first use of the broad beans from the garden. That was just for myself. That was just for me. Oh, I'm going to have that after the pod. Fuck yeah. I made a little green bean and mint risotto with mint and green beans from the garden. It was fucking sick. But um, 
this girl came over on um, uh, Wednesday or Thursday or whatever, and uh, I cooked us a big, a way too big, <laughs> bit of fucking like um, Tasmanian salmon. It was cost like 30 bucks. It was so big. It was like a kilo. I think we each had, and it was boneless. Like it was just salmon, you know, fucking whatever, the side of the fish. Oh, I don't know what a fish looks like. <laughs> I think it was the hoof of the fish. Um, <laughs> like a huge thing of that marinated in like lemon and garlic and olive oil. And then also this... Um, Chinese style braised eggplant and also uh, these like potato, lemon, basil cake things that I've been making. And um, so it was like three dishes going on at once, you know, and she was saying to me, I like to think of myself as uh, quite a, quite a cool dashing figure to behold in the kitchen. (laughs) (laughs) Like when I'm in the kitchen by myself cooking, I am very frantic and, you know, frenzied and whatever. But in my mind, I'm like a professional chef. (laughs) In my mind, I'm like slick, moves, robotic, grab the water, put it over there, make the thing like... I'm the fucking picture of efficiency. I'm like, each one of these movements is perfectly economical and this is the only, this is the quickest way to do it. And, um... Anyway, so she's in the kitchen sitting there watching me cook and uh, I can tell she (laughs) just like I could see myself in her eyes based on her energy towards me as I was cooking and and she was just afterwards she said like, look, it seemed like you were enjoying it and it didn't stress me out but I knew watching you that there was no way that I could ask you or engage you, like ask you a question or engage you in any kind of meaningful conversation. (laughs) it's very funny to me the difference in like myself like yeah the picture that I have of myself in my head which is like James Dean with a frying pan versus just the the fucking psycho you know anxious breakdown of a man um just falling apart for everyone's amusement uh that is the reality (sighs) and the food was fucking good though all right so don't go getting any ideas like, you know, I have a- a- any um, uh, misguided apprehensions about the quality of my food. The food is good. The man making the food is a wreck, but the food the food is good. The salmon was great. It was way too big. I don't know why I always get the too big a thing. I, just, I should have just got a small one. Anyway, fucking who cares about that? Do I have anything else to say this week? I didn't put any notes this week. Normally, I write notes on my book, like whatever, but this week, I was just feeling very stressed and I was just like, I just need to get this out. I just need to get this out of me. Also, uh, I'm working for the rest of the week, so I wasn't going to have time. I reckon that's it, man. Thank you guys for listening again. And um, yeah, have a fucking killer week, dude. If you're in Melbourne, welcome. The world is slowly returning to us. And if you're outside of Melbourne, oh, fuck. I also want to give a massive shout out to Amy Hetherington, uh, a good mate from Darwin and a great comic who sold out, I think it's the Darwin Playhouse, a fucking massive-ass 500-seat theatre in Darwin um, last week and has just been working real hard uh, all week and has been a big supporter 
of like, I don't know, she's always checking in in like lockdown and uh, how everything's going like that. It would be very easy for her when everything's gone so great for her to just forget that, you know, in other places people aren't doing great. But even though she's doing all these great shows and just having probably the best year that she's had career-wise, um, she keeps checking in on me and, you know, like checking in that I'm okay and that I can't do gigs and she's just great. I want to give a big shout out to her. Thanks to her. Thanks to everyone else. Melbourne, we fucking did it. This has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Peace.